How I Met Adolf Sax, Journeying Through the History of the Saxophone. Journal des Débats, Hector Berlioz and the Saxophone. The art of instrumentation, long stagnant, has made real advances in the last two decades, thanks to the impetus given by some great masters. It is true that its inventions have often been abused in a surprising manner, and the excesses of imitators have often made excellent talents miss the time when this musical power was still unknown. But what don't we abuse? What power does not carry dangers in its use? Does this mean that we should lament the invention of gunpowder, fulminating metals, steam engines, and the dominion that man has achieved over electricity? Philosophically, one can argue the thesis of the benefits of ignorance, but it is clear that in the nature of the human spirit lies the desire to explore the unknown, record every important discovery, and preserve it at all costs. Therefore, even though musical instruments are currently being excessively abused, used out of context, without restrictions and without skill, since the nature of the beautiful effects they can produce is known, the public and artists are inevitably drawn to desire and demand them even in every new production. This art of instrumentation necessarily had to influence and determine progress in the manufacture of instruments. Good afternoon, Maestro. You can't imagine how pleased I am with this meeting. Monsieur Sachs, we must thank the dedication of our dear friend Halevi. Today we have the opportunity to converse and get to know each other personally. Without a doubt, Maestro. Who would have imagined that I would be interviewed by the renowned composer Hector Berlioz? Please, Monsieur. Enough with the flattery. Let's not waste time. I deeply long to learn about all your progress and innovations in the manufacturing of musical instruments. I would be delighted to do so, sir. Oh, yes. You have no idea how much I appreciate your interest in this field. Thanks to your efforts, today we have clarinets that bear little resemblance to the old instruments of this family. Look, let me show you something. This is a soprano clarinet perfected by me. Thanks to a small key I placed near the clarinet mouthpiece, the highest notes have become as pure, smooth, and accessible as those in the middle register. I've equipped it with a golden metal mouthpiece that enhances the sound's brilliance and counteracts the inconveniences caused by humidity or dryness in the environment. Undoubtedly a great advancement, Adolf. But please, let me see that bass clarinet that has been so talked about. Ah, of course. Take a look at this, but allow me to say that my new bass clarinet only retains the name from the old one. It has 22 keys and has improved in tuning and volume. Its range is very extensive, though let's be realistic, monsieur. The beauty of this instrument lies in its low sounds. You're absolutely right, Sax. Now I would like to see that new instrument you presented last year at the Brussels Industry Exhibition. It seems its name pays homage to its inventor, right? There's no doubt we're talking about the saxophone, aren't we, monsieur? Indeed, not only my name is embodied in this innovative instrument, but also my dedication and deep desire to offer the world of music new advancements and diverse sounds. Look, sir, observe. 
Oh, monsieur, it appears somewhat similar to an Ophiclider. It can be said to bear resemblances, monsieur. As you can see, it has a mouthpiece very similar to that of the bass clarinet. The saxophone in this way would lead a new family of wind metal reed instruments. Its range spans three octaves, and its fingering is practically identical to that of the flute or the second register of the clarinet. It's fantastic, monsieur. You have achieved magnificent results. I think that's enough. We must conclude this meeting, monsieur. I must take my leave, but undoubtedly you will hear my opinion in greater depth tomorrow. Mr. Adolf Sachs, whose works we have just examined, has undoubtedly contributed powerfully to the upcoming revolution. He is a perceptive man, clear mind, persistent, with unwavering perseverance, great skill, always ready to replace, in his specialty, workers who cannot comprehend or carry out his plans. He is both a calculator, an acoustic specialist, and, when necessary, a founder, turner, and chiseler. He knows how to think and act. He invents and executes. As for the sonority of the saxophone, it is of such a nature that I do not know any other current low instrument that can be compared to it in this aspect. It is complete, smooth, vibrant, of great power, and capable of being softened. In my opinion, it is far superior to the low notes of Ophiclides in terms of tuning and sound stability, whose character, on the other hand, is entirely new and does not resemble any of the timbres heard in the current orchestra. Thanks to the reed it is equipped with, the saxophone can increase or decrease the sound. It produces, in the high register, notes of penetrating vibration that could be effectively applied to melodic expression. Without a doubt, it will never be suitable for fast passages or complicated arpeggios, but low instruments are not intended for light movements. Therefore, instead of complaining, we should be glad of the impossibility of abusing the saxophone and harming its majestic character by giving it frivolous music to perform. Composers will owe much to Mr. Sax when his new instruments have become generally used. Let him continue. He will not lack the encouragement and support of friends of art. Signed, Hector Berlioz, June 12, 1842. Article written by the composer for the French newspaper Le Journal des Débats. How I Met Adolf Sax. Journeying Through the History of the Saxophone. A podcast created by Alvaro Molina.